Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mentish Podcast. So we so, yeah. okay, we again are going to talk about that uh, keeping up the geopolitical affairs thing. Mm. So in this episode we are going to talk about how China is using art of war on Taiwan and also the supply chain crisis as we promised earlier. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. So starting with supply chain crisis so basically yeah. what is happening i mean if you can see that inflation is on a huge rise these days and this is true not just for india but also for usa and you know canada so basically mm-hmm. they have a festival at around this point of time which is called uh, thanksgiving yeah so for thanksgiving they eat i mean they prepare a lot of food items but mm-hmm. food items are getting more and more uh, you know costly thanks to this supply chain crisis Exactly. So, yeah, basically, uh, what happens is that uh, these things are important, mm-hmm. and uh, given the uh, bad situation between uh, China and USA, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, you know things these are not getting reached to the country on time. Mm-hmm. For example, if you talk about tomatoes. So yeah, it is like very that. expensive in India too. And also in Thanksgiving they eat turkey. That's a kind of chicken. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. and that has become very expensive in US. So people are not. I mean, normal people who are actually below average are actually you know in a situation where they're not able to buy turkey, and it's like a kind of culture there to eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that has created a lot of chaos. Yeah, and even gas prices are on are on yeah. the rise uh-huh. in the country and uh, in USA in our country as well. In our country too, we are going hundred I mean, plus. Uh, yesterday, my dad was telling me that what uh, we used to spend in one month previously, now we just have to spend on vegetables. Yeah, actually, my mother was also actually telling me that the potatoes here are like forty uh, rupees kg, and I was like, potatoes for forty rupees kg? I've never heard like that. I remember potato being ten rupees. Yeah, rupees. yeah, actually, I remember that Especially too. Especially at this point of year, yeah, this time of year, because yeah, because it's gonna be yeah. Because the old ones get cheap because the yeah. new ones are come. So yeah, I was like, what is happening? So, yeah, so this is a big issue for the whole world, and you see, not China is to be blamed. Okay, so my social credit score has gone up. <laughs> so China, I will, I will say, a lot of other countries where uh, these produces are made because of one reason or the other, and one reason here is of course China, and the second one is how after the COVID, uh, the demand has gone up by a lot. Why? It is not being able to, you know, increase at the same yeah. level, at the same pace. So this is also uh, also an issue. And if you know the law of economics, uh, mm-hmm. more the demand, more the price. More the price. And yeah, less the supply, more the price. Same thing. Exactly. So that is what is happening, and also the shipping industry is also really hit because of it. Yeah. There's a lot of port congestion in most. Places because it's festive, like it was festive season in India, and also the festive season in most countries are now. Like in US, it's Thanksgiving. In Europe, they celebrate differently, like mm-hmm. the last day of the year and the New Year. So oh. this so, is something. I mean, it has the supply chain thing has been in the picture since a really long time. 
and covid taught us this that you know the supply chain can be hit really hard Exactly. and you need to you need to learn how to cope up with it and it's actually a very big thing for the retailers now because they are trying i mean because you know the short supply thing is getting delayed a lot like the big big like when it takes time for the big things so that is acceptable that it is going to take time and the prices of some things actually rise in the winters but very raw materials shortages are the thing that is affecting us most yeah and you know as a solution uh, one thing that the countries can do and that is increase regional cooperation so for instance yeah. in the south asian region they have india pakistan and you know bangladesh nepal sri lanka bhutan china. so if no not china that not is, uh, that yeah. is in the south eastern uh, yeah. so in the south asian or uh, uh-huh. I mean, in the south asia what we can do is increase regional cooperation so if india is producing a lot of sugar they can import it to pakistan similarly if sri lanka is producing something they can import to india in this way the supply chain will be maintained because of course the delivery time will be low yeah. and if the delivery time is low means that not a lot is getting uh, expand on the fuel yeah. and on the labor cost the yeah. only thing that is wrong in our region is we don't have cooperation and we have hostile yeah. neighbors too. exactly and especially pakistan i mean yeah. for a in for an instance even sri lanka bangladesh they are ready to cooperate but not yeah. pakistan and you know in pakistan the issue has got gotten so worse because they are not yeah, ready to import sugar from mm-hmm. india and that is around 180 kg Oh my God! And we people actually, I mean, India and Pakistan, we are kind of same kind of people. Hmm. I mean, partition didn't divide our genes. We love sugar. Yeah, and so that is really tough. In Pakistan, this has become a big issue. And uh, Imran Khan, he's like, unless and until this 370 thing is not going away, approved it. And sorry, it has put back in place, which is not possible technically. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't understand why Pakistan make demands that are actually not possible. I mean, I mean they need to be realistic. This is the sovereignty of India. Why can't? Yeah. Why? How can they interfere in it? They don't know. The only thing I realize is Pakistanis are not real. I mean, Pakistani governments are not realistic. They want utopian things, which is not possible. So yeah, I mean, regional cooperation can. Uh, do a lot to supply chain crisis to avoid supply chain crisis of course and in video this thing is very uh, you know prevalent prevalent yeah you see britain came out of eu and now they are facing the shortage of drivers yeah truck drivers and, yeah, and yeah. in the eu you will not listen to such crisis because of mm-hmm. course they can always you know have extra labor from the neighboring countries mm-hmm. so i think in south asian region as well we need to do something of that stuff maybe sark can come back and mm-hmm. you know be much much more resilient mm-hmm. but i don't think as long as pakistani uh, government i mean especially imran khan is there i don't think this will mm-hmm. will happen this will become reality because he is a very stubborn man and this brings us to the second part of the episode and that is how he has negotiated with the terrorists so oh yeah the terror funding stuff yeah so basically there is a group called ttp it is a hmm. terrorist organization and if you remember in 2014 there was a school uh, bomb blast in school. bomb blast in pakistani school like in, and, in, i don't know in karachi or lahore somewhere like yeah. that 
Yeah, and hundreds of school children and I mean fifties of teachers died uh-huh. on that spot. And now he has, uh, you know, signed a ceasefire with the same group, saying that uh, if they attack, only then they will take action. I mean, the Pakistani government will take action only when the TTP will do something bad, you know, say bomb blast or something or open fire on the citizen. I mean, just think about it. He has killed hundreds of your uh, children, innocent children. Yeah, innocent. And this is what you do in return with them? I actually read about it uh, recently. I mean, uh, uh, on Quora or somewhere, someone from Pakistan on anonymously wrote about it. That how children were so much, you know, kind of uh, what we say, terrified about it. That they didn't want to go school, go back to school and stuff. I mean, I don't remember the thread. But I read it somewhere, and I couldn't. I mean, and when I read this news that what happened and the kind of negotiation they did, it actually, I don't know. I felt like so angry over it. Yeah, bad, bad for the also. Yeah, because uh, the their traumas are real. Why has government come in the first place to provide security? Yeah, we need government for security and cooperation. Yeah. So if government is not able to provide security, why should the citizens trust they them and the force and trust them? Yeah. And now, you know, they have also signed one agreement with TLP saying that they will release all the hostages and give them a proper political party uh, uh, authorization only if they stop the anti-France protest. Hmm. That country is fundamentally wrong. You know, know, the thing with India is that Indians are very, very good. We are. Because no matter what happens, we we always respect the ones who have, uh, you know, helped us. And we always Mm -hmm. avenge, not avenge, you know, we are always, uh, you know, not ready to support the people who have done bad with us. This is our biggest pass in, you know, manpower, or you can say the citizens. But in the case of Pakistan, this is their main liability because the people there have become so extremist thanks to lack of education that mm. they can, you know, they get uh, offended at every other thing. They mm. start protesting and they start, you know, damaging the state property and stuff like that. So I think that nation is fundamentally wrong at many levels. And we just thank God that we are not born there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the situation is going to get worse. And they are not realizing it more often. And they are like, what else, op- what other option do we have? I mean, bro, you're the government. You have a lot of options. Yeah. To hunt down the terrorists, to stop them. To stop terror funding in your own country. You know, mainly the mm-hmm. Pakistani government is chosen by the mm-hmm. army and the ISI. If they would have been chosen by the people, then this would not have been the case. Mm. I mean, in India, you will never see mm. the RNW or uh, Indian mm. Army, uh, you know, interfering in the politics of the country, especially the federal system, that is the president, mm. prime minister, and the mm. minister. But in Pakistan, this is not the case. The ISIL Army does interfere a lot. They do. And practically the army is running the country. Yeah. 
and this is the same case with bangladesh yeah and sheikh hasina was a very you know a uh, tolerant woman but now she is mm-hmm. not because thanks to the army which wants that even bangladesh becomes the next pakistan i mean I, we uh, in our previous episodes we have talked about how bangladesh is actually doing good and you know actually getting better than pakistan also even when, though they are new but the recent things that are happening is actually making things worse they are you know how things. a country treats the minority is a big yeah. testament to how tolerant they are and in bangladesh exactly. minorities are treated i mean they are mm-hmm. now being treated just like uh, they did in they do in pakistan Hmm. I mean, minorities cannot hold the you know topmost authorities in the country. They do not have a lot of scope. Yeah. <laughs> India is a much much better country because thanks to you know our lawmakers, we do not have such stupid uh, restrictions on the minorities. Yeah, so I guess we'll move on to our next topic now. Yeah, we have always done this discussion several times, but we just want people to understand it. Like yeah. we are talking about it, but we want Indians also to acknowledge what the privilege we have and also not misuse it and not yeah. make it worse. For I mean, yes, we accept that there are certain. group of people in india too mm. that don't understand why they are the minority and yeah they but that is not the whole india yeah and so, you know the extremists are a very small part of the population yeah the small part of the population they are not extremists people exactly. just want peace and you know, normality Yeah, mostly we are. I mean, most of the people in India, we have so many, you know, um, diversity in our, even in our own lives. Like we have friends from diverse backgrounds and diverse religions, yeah. and we cope and we actually, you know, kind of uh, cooperate among ourselves. Like there is no division between us. This is real oh. India, and not that extremist and racist people. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So moving on to our favorite topic, yeah. <laughs> China is using art of war. You know, I uh, my brother recently purchased a smart TV, and mm-hmm. I uh, watch these things about China all the time. And my mom is like, "Why are you so obsessed with China?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Mom, you won't understand. <laughs> Just like you are obsessed with Anubhama, I'm obsessed with China." <laughs> we people who are actually a bit into geopolitics we are obsessed with any country that's making trouble for us and right now it's china china is making trouble for almost every country every country yes. even pakistan yeah but the pakistanis are too blind to understand yeah that that is uh, there's a very famous thing na in hindi ki dil lagi deewar se to pari kya cheez hai so pakistan <laughs> is actually in that blind love of china they don't understand ki they are actually hitting their head on the walls and it's not some angel that's actually helping them yeah i mean the ones <laughs> anyway just moving on to the art of war thing yeah so art of war, how they are using it against taiwan so mm-hmm. if you see in the past uh, one year they have had around 700 attacks on taiwan mm-hmm. and these attacks they are being done either on by waterways or airways mm-hmm. yeah so uh, taiwan uh, taiwan also has like two small islands 
which are located mm-hmm. far away from the mainland. So mm-hmm. just like we have Lakshadweep and all. Yeah. They also have two small islands. And you know, coincidentally, these two islands are much closer to China than Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So uh, China is now doing everything uh, possible in the earth to, you know, seize control on those two islands so that they can say that, yes, now even the mainland Taiwan should surrender and China becomes mm-hmm. one. This is the number one thing that they are doing is that, uh, you know, part of what it is being said that uh, always attack on the weakest thing of your mm-hmm. enemy. And this is what they are doing. The two weak things about Taiwan is those small islands that are also a part of the nation. They are quite far away from it, but they are near to China. So this is the first theory of art of war that they are applying on Taiwan. The second one is how they are using information warfare on Taiwan. I mean, China is the best example of how to use information warfare. Positively, kind of, for their favor. Yeah, I mean, social credit once again gone Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) And we Indians really need to learn this thing, this one thing from them. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, every other day you will hear that that China has attacked Taiwan, China, even though they Mm -hmm. have not done it on a big scale. Yeah. But they are just infusing kind of fear on the minds of everyone, including Indians. Of course, Mm -hmm. Taiwanese, but also Indians that China can do anything they want anytime. Mm -hmm. I mean, you will not realize this, but Chinese soldiers, they are not quite well acquainted with how to fight on, uh, you know, elevated areas, especially Mm -hmm. near the Arunachal Pradesh border. But Indian soldiers are. How many Indians do you think know about this, you know, fact about Indian Indian and Chinese army? But... You know, this is how we are feeling, right? In uh, India, you will not see a lot of people talking positively when it comes to China versus India. Mm-hmm. Because there is a kind of fear in their mind that China will win. Even though China is a lot scared of India because... Psychologically, it is like the Indians think that we are at worse positions. But if the war happens between India and China... It's not just us who are going to lose. They too are going to lose a lot. A lot because thanks to the uh, military power of India and also the diplomatic ties that India has with countries Mm -hmm. like Israel and USA and Mm -hmm. Australia also. So, yeah, yeah, uh, these things are not known by India. Half of the world is going to be on the side of India. Given what what China is doing recently, it's diplomatically, I mean, China has always been not been good at diplomatic ties with other countries. It's always been very hostile to others. Yeah, and so basically, no, no. I mean, not a lot of Indians know about this because we don't tell them talk about it. Yeah, and this is a very mm-hmm. important thing that Art of War talks about. And you know, even in the uh, early times when kings mm-hmm. used to rule in China, they used to th- uh, tell the people that. They are not conceived by humans. Dragons blessed their mothers and that is how they were born. And we know that this is not true. But see, this is also a kind of information warfare. That people used to think that, oh no, we cannot overturn this monarchy because they are blessed by the dragons. Even though we know that dragons are a myth. Right? Dragons are a myth. So basically, yeah, 
they have used information warfare on a huge scale and that to positively so kudos to that country we need to learn a lot from them just as not a lot yeah. only no, information what? warfare yeah well i think the third strategy of art of war that they are applying is weakening the allies see mm. now every american or every indian thinks that uh, if china and taiwan goes to war they should not participate because why should we you know come in between these two nations right that is yeah. what we think even in india a lot of people think so so mm. this is how they have impacted the minds of indians and americans by continuously uh, attacking taiwan i mean just 700 times in a year can you imagine and even in indians mind they have you know left some impression of the pla by doing that uh, attack galwan valley attack okay and now they are also helping pakistan and now they are also helping pakistan you know take down india from a different uh, direction direction Yeah, so it reminded me it, uh, what actually happened with China and Pakistan. They gifted Pakistan. It reminded me of the time when US used to do the same, hmm. gift equipment to the Pakistan to deal with China, uh, India. Sorry, and I remember what happened with the PNS Ghazi. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the end, truth always wins. Yeah, truth prevails. And this time, though. Uh, I mean, mm. USA is on our side. Is on our side, but USA is at no one side actually. <laughs> I mean, they are very uncertain about what they want. Even in, I mean, in Joe Biden's uh, presidency, we can never trust you. Yeah, that's true. And you know, uh, one more thing that we need to talk about is that yeah. how Russia and China are becoming very close. Yeah, and it's a matter of concern for us. And you know, they are becoming close because they have a lot of trade. And yeah. if Indians also increase trade with Russia, and mm-hmm. uh, you know our trade is only limited to defense equipments. That's it. Yeah. So if we increase the trade and take it to mm-hmm. say fifty billion, at least fifty mm-hmm. billion, then you will see that even in uh, Russia will become very neutral. At yeah. least they will become neutral, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean there are mm-hmm. a lot of things that need to be done, and yeah, we can just hope for the best. Yes. And and also do our parts. Yeah. Hoping is different, and actually action is action. And I think yeah. one thing that we as citizens can do is educate mm-hmm. other citizens yeah. about the Malaysian intentions, yeah. the Malaysian intention of China. Mm. So, yeah. that's important that we understand what's the reality is and not you know actually give to what is being fed to us right because one small voice is also is also enough this is blower yeah so i guess this was it for today's episode yeah and we'll see you in the next one yeah till then tell us uh, your views on this topics too yeah yeah Bye bye